Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. And welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbert, along with Rhino in the Element Well Studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this hump date. Dang right. Good to be back. How are you doing, Rhino? Oh, not too bad. Well, I appreciate uh, folks holding down the fort. Dave and Russ Latino for filling in. Really appreciate that. And But we're back in the saddle. Here today and tomorrow, and then on Friday, looking forward to being up there in Oxford for the, let's see, we got the Ole Miss Business School Banking Symposium. You recall we broadcast live from the Oxford Convention Center last year, and we're doing it again. Looking forward to that. Always uh, interesting to talk to those in the financial industry you got to think it's of particular interest this year with all the happenings in the financial industry, in our economy, with the Fed, etc., and just where all this uh, economic activity and the health and status of our economy are going. It ain't looking real good. We got the producer price index figures this morning, and, and so the producer price index, the PPI, is sort of the wholesale equivalent of the CPI, the Consumer Price Index. So the PPI is a measurement of input costs, the cost of materials and components that are used in the production of finished goods and services. And so that's a bit of an indicator of inflation because, generally speaking, companies, when they incur higher cost of inputs, they try to pass those on to consumers the best they can. Some can, some can't. Just a function of the market. But it came in a little hotter than expected. Now, here's what's crazy. The dial's up. Now, you would think that the PPI coming in hot would signal to investors, this inflation thing ain't over. It's pretty sticky. But the dial's up 150 uh, right now, and it's been all over the place. The, the old kangaroo rhino has been hopping around this morning. But so tomorrow we get the CPI data. Now, I think most analysts believe if that comes in high, consumer price index, the inflation we all feel at the cash register, at the pump, that comes in higher than expected, especially the core. Uh, and the core in inflation is different than the, the top level CPI because it eliminates a lot of goods and services, but includes energy and food, which we all got to have. Right. So that, you got to believe with the price of gas trending upward, 
And of course, this is a measurement of September. So, but even in September, I think toward the end, didn't we start to see a little upward trend in gas? So, if that comes in high, you got to believe the market's going to react negatively. But I don't know. I mean, that's that's why the economists, you know, we've said have to have two hands. But on the other hand, <laughs> because you can't just you can't just hang your hat on one. I don't know where it's going now. In the meantime, old Corrine Jean Pierre, you know her, <laughs> the most incompetent White House press secretary, I believe in our history. And I know some folks may take exception to that. That's fine, but she got asked point blank about the president's culpability, responsibility. I wish I had some sound. I don't. Maybe we'll look for it. But she got asked about that. And basically she said, well, you got to remember what the president walked into. Businesses were closing. Schools were closing. People were out of work. And is, is it just become kind of the way the game's played in politics, Rhino, that, no, it's not my fault. It's somebody else's, not me. That and don't remember it the way you remember it. Right. <laughs> remember it the way we want you to remember it. That's exactly right. But... He walked into a situation where he had vaccines ready to go. Pretty much the only places still closed down were the loony leftists in California and New York, and everybody was trying to get back to normal. The economy was roaring back. It was so clear. Any any clear-eyed person could see, hey, we're getting back. This is good. Just stay there. If he'd have just done nothing, we wouldn't be sitting on 8% inflation. Now, I certainly agree, and I, I know a lot of folks listening, will also probably point out, yeah, the under the Trump administration, there was a bunch of money spent, poured onto the economy, no doubt about it, all in an effort to offset and compensate for the massive shutdowns occurring across the country, which I still believe now look somewhat misguided. But nonetheless, I still believe of the 8% inflation, it's just an opinion, that half of that is a direct result of the kerosene the Biden administration poured on that fire. So it was unnecessary, but they were just so hell-bent. we got to do something. Let's pass this $1.9 trillion American rescue plan, and look what's happening in our state. Our state government, busy spending there, allocating their $1.8 billion. All the counties and cities, they all got money. They're busy putting that to work. I'm not blaming them. I'm just saying, well, that's how we end up with $31 trillion in debt and 8% inflation. That's a big contributor. Oh, boy, we got new water systems, but we can't afford to eat or drive cars. I'm exaggerating a bit, but you get the picture there. You get the point. We never say no, ever. That I can tell. But it's not an exaggeration to point out you still have state governments sending out inflation relief checks. That's true. Like it wasn't government sending out money that got us in this situation in the first place. Well, they don't they don't get it. The helicopter money is no doubt what got us where we are. But I just find it I, I just find it somewhat disturbing and at the same time amusing that when do when do politicians let's talk about this president he sits at the top what happened to the old the buck stop here the buck stops here concept wasn't that a harry trumanism that stopped when they elected somebody who already had to drop out of one presidential race for plagiarism that's, in law that's, school that's true that's very true 
But am I, am I alone, isolated in the view that I just want to see somebody come out and say, yeah, we messed up there, but here's what we're going to do to fix it. Let's think about the private sector. Oh, that's not our fault. That's somebody else's. You do that, you go bankrupt. You just do. Nobody cares. They just want stuff to work. They want stuff to be delivered as expected. You can't point fingers. You can, but you ain't going to last long because somebody else will say, you fools, we'll take care of that customer. You're ours now. That's the way it works. But we have a press secretary that goes out every day, and, and it's like Teflon. Nothing sticks to this guy. Nothing. So he's just totally dismissing. And, in fact, she's trying to spin it as, well, look at what he's done because the economy was shutting down. People were losing jobs, couldn't afford blah, blah, blah. Like, no, that's not at all what's going on here. Do you not see? But on the other hand, the midterms are coming up. And they don't but, have a but whole lot to But inflation is just going to go up just a little bit. And it'll come back down, right? It's transitory. <laughs> transitory, yeah. So Jamie Dimon, talking about your money here. I hope you're okay with that, folks. Jamie Dimon, the CEO of... J.P. Morgan Chase, two days ago, on, on Monday, says, he says that the economy right now is actually still doing well, his words, at present, and consumers were likely to be in better shape compared to the 2000, 2008 financial crisis. But he also said, you can't talk about the economy without, without talking about stuff in the future, and this is serious stuff. That's what he said. So he's expecting a global recession in 2023. Very concerned. Now, I believe J.P. Morgan Chase shares have lost about 30% of their value this year, which is incredible. Also news this morning, mortgages, 6.81%, the average 30-year rose. Uh, So we got just a plethora of disturbing, concerning, worrisome economic news, and we got a government that don't seem to care about that. And they're trying to push abortion. Republicans are taking your rights away! Trying to push that front and center. You know what else we got to talk about? This guy, Mayorkas, if the Republicans take the House, they've got to draw up impeachment papers for this guy day one. He is a tool. He's a political hack, and here's why, folks, if you haven't heard. The Heritage Foundation did a records request, public records request, and found that just a few hours before he went before the American people and and scorned those ICE agents on horseback for whipping, which was totally untrue. They don't even have whips. He knew. Already internal investigation said, no, it wasn't. We're going to talk about that later on in the program. When we come back, though, we've got Monica Daniels, president and CEO of Special Olympics Mississippi. We're in the Element Well Studios. Stay with us. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. 
family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Digital banking from the Citizens Bank is great if you're like me, eh, shall we say, night person. With our secure online banking and mobile app, you can bank on your own time. With a touch of the screen, you can pay bills make deposits, even transfer funds on the fly. See digital banking in a new light. Just not sunlight. (laughs) Download the app today. The Citizens Bank. Member at the IC. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts. Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter. 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter. That's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. This is Treasurer David McRae. One out of every 10 Mississippians has unclaimed money. It's not the government's money. It's your money. And I want to help return it to you. Join Treasurer David McRae and team during the State Fair. Stop by the unclaimed money and college savings booths, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. October 6th to 15th, to see if you have unclaimed money, learn about college savings, and sign up for a chance to win a $500 scholarship. Treasurer David McRae and team in the Trade Mart at the State Fair until October 15th. Come see us. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601-864-3752. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Check it out. Let's do it. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. back everyone to midday super talk mississippi back in the element well studios with monica daniels the president and ceo of special olympics of mississippi or special olympics mississippi I believe, yes correct gotcha yes. yeah all right monica thanks for coming in today so we uh we thought to, this week would be good to talk to you because we got the games coming up at camp shelby this weekend correct 
We do. So starting this weekend, uh, Friday, we'll have athletes from all across the state of Mississippi driving to Camp Shelby. Last time you and I talked, it was via computer, and I was at uh, Keesler Air Force Base. So we are very fortunate in the state of Mississippi that we have places like Camp Shelby um, and Keesler that open their doors to host uh, these games for our athletes at no cost to our organization. And we provide all of these games at no cost to our families or our athletes. So it is a tremendous, tremendous uh, gift. And we will have... You know, we're getting back to it, so uh, not like it was pre-COVID, but uh, we're going to be looking at about 500 wow. athletes uh, competing this week, this weekend, yeah. in, um, let me see if I can get all the sports right, in horseshoes, in croquet, in uh, competitive cheer, both unified and traditional, and flag football, both unified and traditional. Horseshoes, huh? Horseshoes. That's awesome. And we're dem- we're demoing for everybody there uh, cornhole because Special Olympics North America has just decided that cornhole will be on the slate of competitive sports offered moving forward to our next USA Games in 2026 in Minneapolis. I got you. So is Special Olympics Mississippi affiliated with the North American Special Olympics as well? We are. Every state program is their local and organic program, sure. but that is sort of the the mother program, the yeah. Special Olympics North America. Um, Special Olympics at its core was started by Eunice Kennedy Shriver, okay. and uh, she started Special Olympics uh, around 1964-1965 because her sister Rose Kennedy – yeah. All, all of the Kennedy siblings um, had an intellectual disability. Okay. And anybody who knows the Kennedys knows that they were a very competitive sports family. Yep. And she saw that Rose didn't really have a, a spot to do that. And so she started and opened up her backyard for individuals with intellectual disability. And she started with competitive swim. And she started with... Uh, field games and it just grew out of that and so we we have an affiliation with special olympics north america and we get a little bit of grant funding from them but 90 percent of our funding comes from the wonderful people in the state of mississippi who support our work yeah i'm just looking at uh some of your supporters and you've got various levels the torchbearer champion gold medalist etc and it's really just a who's who of great uh, companies uh, that operate in the state of Mississippi. Yes, and, absolutely. Uh, so we are very grateful for for their support. So 500 participants now, are these all Mississippi families, or do they come yes. from elsewhere? All no, Mississippi. these are all Mississippi families, yes. So currently, our numbers have dipped a little bit. We were about at 7,000 athletes uh, pre-COVID, and we're at about 5,000 and coming back. So, you know, we have declared that we are inching forward, inching forward, and we're we're opening our calendars and opening our games. Um, After this, we're looking forward to our Unified Egg Bowl. Um, which will be hosted at Mississippi State this year, which uh, the 
the kids at Mississippi State and at Ole Miss play on teams with our athletes, and the competition is just as heated as it is for the regular (laughs) Egg Bowl, and they fight for that trophy. Um, And then after that, we'll have Equestrian um, in Hattiesburg, and then we have our Gold Gala in December, and we start all over in 2023. Okay, so how many athletic competition events are held per year? So state-level events that we host uh, through the state office, and those yeah. are events that we put on and are at no cost to our athletes. And our athletes are training locally all across the state, and we could not do that without our champion volunteers all across the state who are volunteer coaches, parents and in their local areas they're training and they're competing and they show up at state level events and starting at the beginning of the year we have our spring competition which is all basketball we're hoping to get back to around 700 athletes for that um that that goes back and forth between Ole Miss and Mississippi State. They host that at no cost to us. Then in the summer, we're back at Keesler. Then in the fall, we're at Shelby. Then we have the Unified Egg Bowl. Then we have Equestrian. We're looking to Camp McCain this year because our flag football and cheer competition has grown so much. They have volunteered to host uh, flag football and cheer hmm. in the fall. So we have a good, we try to have a very robust schedule so that our athletes, they love it. They get on the buses and they travel and they come down and they see one another that they don't, you know, six or seven times a year. And um, it's great camaraderie and sportsmanship. Well, for the families, I got to believe, Monica, that uh, with this uh, rather con- continuous series of events, this becomes a big part of their lives. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And long time, long time friendships, lifelong friendships happen. And, and for the families, you know, they get to see that they aren't alone. Yeah. And, and not just the parents, the siblings. You know, it's kind of tough sometimes if, you know, to be in a family unit and you're a sibling um, and your brother or sister has an intellectual disability and you don't really know what that means or what to do. Well, now we have unified sports where uh, kids with and without intellectual disabilities practice and play on the same team. And so for bowling, we saw siblings step up (laughs) and be their unified partner with their brother or sister. And, you know, it just it just comes comes full circle yeah it's really so cool and and um so rewarding and and uh i I gotta believe that to some extent it it helps them understand that you you are assimilated in a society Mm -hmm. here's regular person (laughs) at the end of the day it it's absolutely true and i think the more exposure those of us that do not have an intellectual disability are exposed to those that do we come to see that the differences are much smaller than we think and yeah. and the comfort level just increases you know threefold and um one of the things i love to see is now like as i mentioned we have unified sports and um we will have that experience at camp shelby again i can't thank them enough but um our athletes have been doing this for a long time. Um, Special Olympics has been organized in the state of Mississippi since 1968. Eunice Kennedy actually came to our first state-level competition on the hmm. campus at USM. Hmm. And she approved. So <laughs> we have been blessed and moved forward ever since. And it's so great to see our athletes looking at unified partners and telling them, 
no, that's not how you do that. You do it this way. No, this is the rule. This is the and so they hold they hold a lot of knowledge and they're competitive and they know their sports yeah. and um, that that's always fun to watch. Well, if there's interest in in being an athlete, particip- participating or volunteering, being a coach, et cetera, mm-hmm. how do they do that? We would love and welcome everyone. So we have no quota. (laughs) And um, you can go to our website, uh, specialolympicsmississippi.org, and everything you need is right there. Across the top banner, it says, get involved, find a program. You can look at the map of Mississippi. It's broken down into 16 local areas. You find where you live. Scroll down. It will have the champion volunteer who is heading up that area. Their phone numbers are there. Their emails are there. Everyone is ready and welcome to uh, to bring um, athletes and unified partners into our mission. Yeah. Well, just just looking at the website, uh, it, it seems like you guys are are doing well. The name is getting out there. Uh, I, the, the organization continues to grow. The participation continues to increase. I know you're not quite back to the pre-COVID level, but I I bet yeah. you'll be there pretty soon. I hope so. 2023. I'm hoping to get there and in even more. Yeah. Um. In you know, in the state of Mississippi, uh, last numbers were that there are about seventy five thousand individuals with intellectual disabilities just in Mississippi. Mm. So at all, our all age groups, all age groups, okay. and so we were we're only hitting about ten percent, hmm. you know. And to put one more plug in, when athletes come to state level events, not only do they attend for free, yeah. but we provide free health screenings, okay, to everyone that's there. Hmm. So thanks for helping us get the word out. Absolutely, and thanks for all you guys do at Special Olympics Mississippi. Our guest has been the president and CEO of Special Olympics Mississippi, Monica Daniels. Monica, good luck with the games. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. We'll step aside for a break right here in the Element Well Studios. We're coming back. we got a lot more to talk about. Colonel Stephen Maxwell at 1105, director of the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly sunny, high near 85. Tonight, a 60% chance of rain, low around 63. Your Thursday, partly sunny conditions, high near 81. Thursday evening, clear skies, low around 52. And finally, Friday, sunny skies, high near 83. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile since 1871. For all your deer camp needs, stop by today. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. staff get things done? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything. That's why all of us at Janney King, the king of clean, are excited to team up with you. At Janney King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your places for work, education, medical attention, eateries, stadiums, and worship. Let our team help your team. Go to JanneyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JanneyKingCleans.com. Janney King, the king of clean. A Complete Flight Source is proud to announce 
that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed state of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Hello, Mississippi. This is Dr. Gary Jones, CEO of Vantage Health Plan. Back in 1994, I started Vantage with a group of local doctors who believe that patient health, your health, is our top priority. That's why Vantage makes it easy for you to get the care you need with quality, affordable health insurance that puts you first. I know it's not what you usually expect from a health plan, but now you can. Visit VantageHealthPlan.com for more information. Vantage Health Plan, the freedom to live a healthy life. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. This is Dave Logan with Cannon Nissan of Jackson. Friendly staff, great environment, open six days a week. You're in, you're out, and on your way. No appointment needed. Come experience why Cannon Nissan Service Department is better than the rest. Nobody beats a Cannon deal or service. Nobody. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A photo being circulated on social media is spreading false information and putting an innocent Gulfport police officer and his family in danger. Chief Adam Cooper released new details in the death of Jaheem Miller Tuesday. The 15-year-old was shot in the head by an officer outside a family dollar store. Police say he was armed and didn't comply when he was told to put the gun down. Pictures of Brian Watson and his family have been circulated, accusing him of being the officer that killed McMillan. His home address has been shared, and he's received death threats, but Chief Cooper says he wasn't involved. He was, in fact, out of state when this occurred. This simply is a malicious attack on the family for no reason. and no basis in fact, these actions are inexcusable. The MBI is leading the investigation into the teen's death. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf magazines, the Augusta you can play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. Fall is here, which means school is in session, cooler weather, and football. If you are like most families, you're always on the go. Polk's has great dinner ideas for your busy family, like Polk's smoked sausages or delicious ham steaks, great for something quick and easy. Or how about Polk's Cajun or garlic and green onion smoked sausage? Add great flavor to your red beans and rice, jambalaya, gumbo, or spaghetti night. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. 
There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. Accurate information, in-depth analysis, and clear insight all in one place. The Gallo Radio Show with Paul Gallo. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. There she stood in the street, smiling from her head to her feet. I said, What is this now, baby? Baby, she's in need of a kid. I tell her, hey, hey, what's your name, baby? Maybe we can see things the same. Now don't you wait. Oh, hesitate. Let's move before the rain the park and bed. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Well Studios. We thank you so much for joining us. Let's see. What's Carol? What's she, what are you saying there, Carol, in Starkville? Government is trying to put out freedom shining light America. You know, what are you talking about there, Carol? Look at Home Free's recent video on bullying with Mark Wills uses two Down syndrome individuals in the video. You familiar with that? I know. Uh, Home Free's a band. So it'd be a music video. Okay. Not familiar, though. Okay. All right. Um, so, Carol, are you saying that they're using Down syndrome individuals like in a positive way? Yeah. Okay. All right. Just ma- just making sure. What's sure. So, uh, yeah. And and look, Special Olympics Mississippi is a special organization, and there's probably nobody tuned in that doesn't know someone, right, or have someone in their family or friends or family of friends, et cetera. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I think it's safe to say that we've progressed quite a bit as a society. Have we not in our recognition of that and and um, respect? Oh, yeah. So, I worked in a, in a previous life. I worked with a pharmacist whose son competes in golf in the Special Olympics. Okay. And he would whip my tail on the course. <laughs> I, I never mean, got to play with him, but from from hearing about his scores, comparing them to my scores, yeah, he would he would walk the dog with me. Unbelievable. Well, and I'm uh, glad to hear. I, I recalled when Monica was discussing it the uh, the connection to Eunice Shriver and uh, how it all got started. And I mean, what a legacy! Because it's bigger than ever. And so glad that we. Uh, participate and have these events and have this organization in the state of Mississippi and the good work they do. And and uh, gratitude goes to Camp Shelby, Keesler, the universities, other venues who participate and uh, make their facilities available. It's just good stuff. That's the way it should be. You know the best part about this? No government. Because people are just generally good people. But when government tries to get involved, and I'm not trying to politicize this. Lord knows we politicize everything these days, but it just shows what good people can do. That's all I'm saying. Absent 
the uh, the long arm of government. Speaking of which, how about Liz Warren on Columbus Day? You know, that's a big controversy now. We can, oh, gosh, we can't recognize Columbus Day as Columbus Day, Indigenous Peoples Day. As a society, we're so consumed with words and labels. It's, it's ridiculous. So Warren... Who she tweeted? Let me read it to you, folks. On Indigenous Peoples Day, hashtag Indigenous Peoples Day, of course, we celebrate the contributions, the extraordinary resilience, and the rich cultures of tribal nations and native communities. Today and every day, the federal government must recommit itself to honoring its promises to native peoples. Now, help me out here, Rhino. Isn't this the same person that lied about being a Native American, an indigenous person, so as to land a high-paying, cushy job at an Ivy League university? Have I got that right? Same exact person. They took a, a test, and she's one 1,024th Who could Native for, American. Was it Trump who said, I have more than she does? What a fraud. So... Everything about her is fake. So, I mean, it's totally not, fake. Not really surprising. How could she possibly think that you can still vir- she can still virtue signal on this? That's what it is. She's got D by her name, so she gets a pass. Unbelievable. The media and the willfully ignorant just, yeah, yeah, good job. Yeah, way to go. Woo! <laughs> well... Center for American Liberty founder Harmeet Dillon tweeted, You just might want to sit this one out. <laughs> that was excellent. <laughs> I think so, too, there, toots. You better stay on the sidelines. What a fraud. What a phony. What a fake. Oh, my gosh. I, I saw that tweet. Just couldn't believe it. And it of course, it's, it's all for pol- personal political gain. It's brutally brazen selfishness. This really sucks, I gotta tell you. So Mayorkas, we gotta talk about him. <laughs> Secretary Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Just hours before he went before the nation at a presser to discuss this. This incident between Border Patrol agents and Haitian migrants, it was in Del Rio, Texas. Just hours before that, he received information from internal information that, no, we've looked at the video, we've discussed this with the people involved and on the scene there, and no, there wasn't any whipping going on whatsoever. In fact, it's now being revealed. And it's, I never thought they did anyhow. They don't carry whips. Now they're saying they use their reins. Well, anybody with a, with a brain knows that when you got an animal like that, a horse, and you're mounted on the horse, and, and people start getting close to the horse, you get concerned about the horse getting a little spooked and thinking that maybe that they're at risk and danger, that humans might want to do something to them, and so their their reaction is to come at you, kick something. 
right? I mean, you're you're taught that anybody that's ever been around horses at the tiniest of ages is taught you got to be careful. This is an animal, and they're aware of you, and they know you're a human, and they have they're pretty smart about sensibility. So just be careful, right? But no, and so all they were trying to do, honestly, was protect the migrants. You get around this horse, you get too close, and you kind of come at them, especially a group. Not sure what the horse will do. And the horse, no doubt about it, is still more powerful than the person on top of it. You can pull that that uh, that bit back as much as you want. They're still pretty dang strong animals. So, well, what's disturbing is, this is what Mallorca said that day. I think we actually played the, the tape, Rhino, when it occurred. He says, our nation saw horrifying images that do not reflect who we are. Anytime you hear that, don't reflect who we are crap, you know it's like the height of virtue signaling, and you know it's just a bunch of BS following, right? We know that those images painfully conjured up the worst elements of our nation's ongoing battle against systemic racism. So here's a man from his cushy cabinet job in D.C., who is blasting, scorning these government employees for doing their job. Which is made harder by idiotic administration. No doubt about it. And so, so, you know, I believe that racism is a state that lives in one's heart and mind. So he just knows automatically these people are racist. That's what he's saying. Systemic racism. If you've got a D by your name, you can magically read people's minds. (laughs) Well, that's apparently what he did there. So now it's being revealed he knew just hours before. He knew just hours before that, no, that wasn't the case. That these were just horses with long reins. And he he says, oh, this just raised serious questions about what occurred. He conjured up these images of what, have, what has occurred in the past. So he's trying to equate these ICE agents on horseback with reins to control the horse and really just keep people clear of the horse. There wasn't any whipping going on. There wasn't any attacking. But he's trying to equate that to lynching and slavery in the slavery times. Right out of the Democrat playbook. Oh, gosh. So... Anyhow, the Heritage Foundation's Oversight Project filed an FOIA, Freedom of Information Act, request with the DHS this past March. And they got communication that says that, no, that's not what happened. The investigation found, quote, no evidence, end quote, that agents struck migrants and found that they were not carrying whips. So what this says is, It's okay to go before the American people and just tell bald-faced lies if it promotes your self-interest. That's exactly what this says. Despicable. Insidious. This guy's got to go. Mo says he probably got the papers already drawn up and that it's just a matter of voting on it. I hope so, Mo's. I'm serious. This guy, his mistreatment and mishandling and slandering of these agents is despicable. He got to go. We're coming right back with more. Don't forget Colonel Stephen Maxwell, director of the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics at 1105. 
Hurry! Run! Get to the car! It's coming! Start the car! What are you waiting for? I knew I should have gotten to Ridgeland, Mitsubishi! Get rid of that creepy old car you've been driving around in and upgrade to a new vehicle today at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We have new inventory arriving daily with ghoulish deals. We have Mirage, Outlander, Outlander Sports, and more, all in stock and more in transit. And we're offering super low 2.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Is your credit history spooky? Our credit team will work to get you approved no matter how many skeletons are in your closet. We want your trade. We'll give you a whole lot for whatever you're driving. Dinner alive. So come save like never before with scary good deals at Ridge or Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roof. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 173 to 87.13. March cotton was down 188 to 85.43. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were up 6 cents, 13.82 and a quarter per bushel. January soybeans were up 4 and 3 quarters, 13.92 and 3 quarters per bushel. December corn was down 4 and a half to 6.88 and a half per bushel. March corn was down a nickel to 6.95 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was down 22 to 148.35. February live cattle was up two cents to 151.90. November feeders up 22 to 176.42. January feeders down 12 to 176.60. And at the open, the Dow Jones up 71 points, 29,311. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Have you ever heard the expression, beans are beans? If you were in this room, you wouldn't agree. I'm in an area called trade integration at Pioneer. What's the trade being integrated? The Enlist E3 trade for soybeans. And what's it being integrated with? Ah, that's the really big news. The Enlist E3 trade is now integrated with Pioneer's own exclusive elite genetics. It's called Pioneer Brand A-Series Enlist E3 Soybeans. And there's no other soybean in the business like it. It has all the advantages of being part of a superior weed control system, similar to other soybeans. What those other soybeans don't have is exclusive Pioneer genetics that's designed for high yield potential and strong defensive traits. So at first glance, yes, beans are beans. They may all look the same, but their differences show up at harvest. Pioneer brand A-Series and List E3 soybeans, like no other. 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Also, appreciate you playing my favorite David Bowie song, Heroes, right after our interview with uh, Miss Daniels about the Special Olympics. Very appropriate there, Rhino. Expect nothing less from you, though, sir. Always on the mark. The top Senate races. So, you know, the midterms right around the corner. What a day that will be, right? Less than a month out. Oh, yeah. And uh, the spiking price of gasoline is expected to be a factor. And in fact, now lots of the prognosticators, for what it's worth, are predicting potentially additional seats for the Republicans. As a result, poll after poll shows economic matters, cost of living, Top priority. Even Bernie Sanders said it. You see that? He, he's even advising his Democrat socialist colleagues. Yeah, abortion is a, is a thing, but the polls all say that people are more concerned about their pocketbooks. We as Democrats need to focus on that, says the social socialist Democrat Sanders. And... And so now it's expected that there may be uh, a swing, a balance of power swing to the Republicans by as many as 20 seats. I don't know that I would call that a red wave, a landslide, whatever other adjectives you want to use, but it's a significant turnaround. So the balance of power now, I think, sits at about five in favor of the Democrats. It wavers a bit with some special elections and open seats, but it's it's... It's, it's in that, that neighborhood. It's not very many. Well, so that would be a significant flip, transition, if there was a 20-seat advantage to the Republicans post the election. So most of the time, political analysts believe that House seats are more about policy and in particular, they're more of a referendum, I guess it's fair to say, on the current president, which is usually why midterms always see a flip, no matter a flip to the other party, no matter who's sitting in the White House, party affiliation-wise. Senate seats are more about the individual, statewide. Makes sense, I think. It's logical. So we've got about... Especially what? in states where there's a whole bunch of House districts. C- correct. Good point. So... Um, there's, there's about four key races that could really be the factor in the balance of power in the Senate, which, of course, sits presently at 50-50, with Vice President Kamala Harris, who went on late-night television a couple of nights ago and made kind of a fool of herself, in my view. But nonetheless, 
there are about four races that may tip the scales one way or another for the parties. Looking at real clear politics, the latest averages, the RCP averages, and, and so if you're familiar with real clear politics, they consume lots of different polls for what that's worth. You know, some people don't don't agree or don't subscribe to the notion that polls are, are valid whatsoever. That's fine. But for what it's worth. So RCP takes a combination, a number of different polls, left and right leaning, and then calculates an average. Arizona is a state where Republicans could pick up a seat because it is presently held by Democrat Mark Kelly. Blake Masters, the Republican candidate who's taken on Mark Kelly, the incumbent, the present RCP average has Kelly up four and a half. Now, Kelly's trying to distance himself from Biden. As You know, I really don't totally support the Biden agenda, and that's total horse hockey you do. You vote with him every dang time. He knows that that's not the way to get elected in Arizona, which has traditionally been a Republican state. It's kind of turned purple in recent years. So Masters is down, and Kelly is up. Let's look at Georgia. In Georgia, you got the communist. He is. Raphael Warnock, Democrat, of course, uh, representing the Republicans on the ballot, is Herschel Walker. The latest RCP average shows Warnock up by 3.5%. Nevada is another interesting one, and that one has Laxalt, the Republican, up by 1.7%. Now, this would be huge. This would flip a seat. And that would be good. And then finally, this is the most intriguing one to me, is Pennsylvania. This guy, Fetterman, unbelievable, is up 3.5% over Mehmet Oz, the Trump-supported Republican. I'm just blown away by that one. This guy, Fetterman, he's got a big old lump on his neck as well. The people need to know what the heck that is. Of course, he just suffered a stroke, and he's barely even coherent. We're going to take a break right here. First hour on Middays in the Books. Colonel Stephen Maxwell with the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics in next to talk about fentanyl. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. Inflation has slowed down a bit but remains high, according to the Labor Department's monthly report on wholesale inflation. The producer price index rose four-tenths of a percent in September from August, a larger increase than expected. Excluding food and energy, the increase is three-tenths of a percent. And in the year ending in September, the PPI is up eight and a half percent. Ginny Kosola, Fox News. President Biden says there will be consequences for Saudi Arabia joining Russia and cutting oil production. Some members of Congress say they'll vote to block arms sales to the Saudis. California House Democrat Rokana. When we're paying more at the pump, our ally, someone who we have helped for decades, should be trying to help the American people. He's introduced the House legislation to immediately pause all U.S. arms sales to Saudi Arabia for one year. America's listening to Fox News.
I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture, inviting you to the 163rd Mississippi State Fair in Jackson, October 6th through 16th. There'll be music, food, rides, and games for the whole family. This year, we're going to have great live music, all free with the price of admission. Come on out to experience Scotty McCreary, David Lee Murphy, Midnight Star, B.O.B., and Bobby Rush. You can also enjoy daily shows from local entertainers on the main stage. It's all waiting for you at the Mississippi State Fair, October 6th through 16th. I'll see you there. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Mississippi police officer was killed in the line of duty Tuesday night during a shootout in Greenville. Online tributes are pouring in for Detective Myesha Stewart, who was responding to a call at Highway 1 and Highway 82 in Greenville around 8.30 when she was killed. A male victim was shot in the head and a female was shot in the foot by the suspect. Both the suspect and the man he shot were airlifted to a hospital in Jackson. The MBI is investigating. Flu season is back and activity is already picking up around the south. Doctors are warning it'll be a robust season and encouraging everyone to get a flu shot. From 2019 to 2020, approximately 25,000 people died from the flu across the country. The CDC is showing 5,000 deaths so far this year. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Let it snow at Mistletoe Marketplace. Hi, I'm the 2022 Mistletoe Marketplace Chair, Kristen Blackard. And I'm this year's co-chair, Adrian Louie. We invite you to join us for the 42nd Annual Premier Holiday Shopping Experience. Plus, holiday entertainment and special events sure to excite those young and young at heart. Funds raised help us host over 30 community projects and initiatives each year. Buy your tickets today to join in the fun and help support our community. A new initiative aimed at combating human trafficking is being launched by the Secretary of State Michael Watson and business leaders. And it may be a problem you don't think occurs in Mississippi, but it does. And every other day, matter of fact, there's a case that goes reported here in Mississippi as according to our latest stats. So uh, Mississippi businesses against trafficking is something that we saw some other secretaries around the country uh, launching these initiatives. So we wanted to do that here in Mississippi. And from that, we've uh, talked to Louisiana, Kentucky, Alabama. Alabama, Florida, Georgia. We're going to try to do an SEC initiative to get all these other states on board. So, The MBAT program will provide training to businesses and employees on how to spot the signs of human trafficking and where to report it if you do see it. More information is available on the Secretary of State's website. That's sos.ms.gov. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. 
from the ground up, from the grassroots. That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. 100 years of farming, ranching, and supporting our 180,000 member families. From our state capital in Jackson to our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Creating policy, advocating for a better way of life for all Mississippi. We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is extensive damage on U.S. 90. Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights for Mississippians. We introduced benefits like our insurance in the 1940s and fought to stretch broadband internet service from DeSoto County to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So, from the ground up, not just a farm organization, 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like listening. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Hour two of midday, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino in the Element Wealth Studios on this hump day. Joining us now, Colonel Stephen Maxwell, director of the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics. Colonel, thanks for coming in, sir. Thank you for having us, Gerard. You bet. So, uh, first of all, tell us about the Bureau of Narcotics. It was established in the 70s, I believe. And what, what is its its mission? What's its role exactly? Yes, sir. So, uh, your Bureau of Narcotics, the state's Bureau of Narcotics, was established in, in 1971. Uh, and today, uh, we have evolved to an agency where we have roughly a little more than 90 sworn agents, uh, you know, that are functioning throughout the state, working with local law enforcement, and bridging the gap between local law enforcement and, uh, and state law enforcement as well as state district attorney's offices and the U.S. attorney's offices enforcing our state's Uniform Control Substance Act. Okay. And so um, do all states have a, an organization similar to this, to your knowledge? Well, Mississippi is is, is unique uh, in the sense that we are one of two states, Mississippi and Oklahoma, uh, that have a state agency that is specifically uh, focused on uh, enforcing its state's Uniform Control Substance Act. And okay. I think that, you know, with the leadership of our governor and our legislature, uh, we're poised going forward in the future to tackle some of the issues like what we're here to discuss today. Yeah, and that is fentanyl which is uh, something that has been, of course, all over the news. And uh, latest report I saw, Colonel, stated that I believe in the last 12 months in the, this country, 100,000 people have lost their lives to fentanyl overdoses. Is that uh, accurate to your knowledge? I mean, it's it, that blew me away when I saw those figures. What is this? Where is it coming from? And why is it so deadly? Well, so uh, 2.5 milligrams of fentanyl is a lethal dose to 95 uh, plus percent of uh, you know of our nation's population. And in addition to that, because it is so cheap, uh, drug cartels, primarily the Sinaloa cartel, just uh, south of our United States border there in Texas, they order the precursory chemicals uh, from China. And uh, because it's so cheap and because it's so potent, uh, small amounts of it can be um, you know cut, laced, colored, and scored. And because of its diverse properties, pressed into uh, fake pills. 
And it's also used as a lace for other drugs such as heroin, cocaine, uh, methamphetamine, marijuana, so forth and so on. And the market has been saturated with it, uh, which presents an imminent uh, threat to public safety and, uh, and public health to all communities throughout the state of Mississippi. Is this an addictive sust- substance, Colonel? Fentanyl um, is is highly addictive, and not only uh, does it have extremely high addictive uh, propensities, but it also has an extremely high uh, propensity for abuse, uh, causing overdose, and then that overdose uh, resulting in death as well. When a person takes it, you, you talked about how such a, a small amount can can uh, be deadly, and I guess give give a high as well. Uh, I just wonder how many people don't even know they're actually ingesting it when they do. They think they're ingesting cocaine, heroin, whatever else it's been cut with. How many people are, are just are just kind of in, in um, general terms are just looking to get fentanyl? Well, so people who are battling uh, substance use disorder and drug addiction, um, it, it is a disease, and so they are battling a disease, and they want to get high, but they don't want to die. Sure. And because there's so much uh, adulterated fentanyl uh, right now in communities throughout the state of Mississippi and across the country, and because it's so cheap and, and it's plentiful uh, and its unique properties, uh, as I said, it's being pressed, cut, colored, and scored. It's being used as a lace and a cutting agent. And so you may be dealing with someone and thinking that you're buying cocaine or thinking that you're buying heroin or Xanax or Oxycontin or Oxymorphone uh, or um, Hydromorphone, but you're actually purchasing fentanyl that's been pressed, cut, colored, and scored, and it's being sold as those things, or those drugs have been laced and cut. So many people don't know that they're actually consuming fentanyl. I got you. Wow. So uh, tell us about what you're seeing in the state of Mississippi. Is there an uptick in the amount that is flowing around our state? Are you seeing... Uh, are you um, capturing people, I guess, and arresting people for possession or whatever else the, the crime in accordance with our statutes is? You're just seeing more of this out there. So what we're seeing in the state of Mississippi is a microcosm of what's happening throughout the country. And uh, as your Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics works with police departments and sheriff's departments throughout the state, and we bridge the gap between uh, federal agencies, uh, we are seeing and have seen and continue to see um, you know, a plentiful amount of, of fentanyl uh, being sold as fake pills, uh, being sold as uh, other illicit drugs as well. And so, uh, you know, this illicit adulterated fentanyl has literally saturated uh, the illicit drug market. Is it is it produced in ingestible form before it crosses our border, or, or do we have uh, factories and plants, if you will, laboratories that are that are making fentanyl uh, the way they do methamphetamine and so forth. So uh, Mexican drug cartels are the primary source of fentanyl uh, here in the United States, and it typically comes across uh, our border in two forms: in a powder or uh, in pill forms. But even those pills uh, can be recrushed uh, and they can be recut. Gotcha. Uh, and of course, the powder uh, once it gets here, it can be uh, cut even more, and then it can be uh, pressed, cut colored and scored and sold as pills as well, or sold as uh, other fake uh, illicit drugs. Are the cartels, uh, is it their operatives that are that are carrying this, this fentanyl across the border, or are they 
forcing others maybe as a condition of getting them into the country to uh, kind of be the, the the carrying agents for them. <laughs> well, well, the you know the cartels use the same science and technology and transportation, uh, you know, mechanisms that we use in the in, in the legitimate market. And uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, a number of the individuals who are coming across our border, uh, you know, that are being contacted by uh, you know CBP, uh, you know, are working with the cartel. They have wholesale sources of supply, uh, you know, strategically located, you know, here in our country. Unfortunately, and their primary goal is to ensure that that product, uh, you know, the adulterated uh, fentanyl, makes it to communities uh, not only across the country, but but here in Mississippi. Mm. Wow. So what do we got to do about this? What what can we do to, to stop the flow and to uh, convince people to be careful and, and just not to take this stuff, that it could hurt them and kill them? Well, what we've got to do is we've got to continue to travel down a thoroughfare of having a multi-pronged, multi-disciplined, uh, and multifaceted effort. And, and that is, you know, a number of agencies working together, law enforcement, uh, treatment ag- uh, facilities, and, and, and also uh, agencies like the Mississippi Department of Mental Health and uh, Department of Health working together to educate and empower, um, you know, Mississippians. And I think that we can educate and empower and not proliferate, you know, the continued use of, of drug abuse and drug addiction uh, here in the state. And, uh, of course, we've been talking about uh, fentanyl test strips, and I think that, uh, you know, that's one object, um, you know, one item that uh, we can make much more accessible to the public. How does that, that work, do Colonel? That. Sorry to interrupt. How does that work, the test strip? So the fentanyl test strips uh, were developed along the line as the same science for urine test strips uh, that are used, uh, you know, routinely throughout the day yeah. uh, to test urine for drugs. Okay. So the same science was used in the development of these fentanyl test strips. And it's usually, the ratio is usually uh, milliliters of water to milligrams of the substance. And uh, you mix it together in water, and then, uh, you know, you dip the strip uh, in uh, the solution, uh, and for a certain period of time, you pull it out, and then the strip yields a binary uh, qualitative result, either yes, it contains fentanyl or one of its analogs, or no, it does not. Hmm. Okay, gotcha. So how does one uh, get the strips? Well, uh, right now, you know, there's conversation ongoing in the state of Mississippi of whether or not uh, the strips are considered uh, paraphernalia. Okay. And, uh, you know, our position is that the strips are not considered paraphernalia because uh, within uh, the statute, which is uh, 4129-105, that lays out the definition uh, for paraphernalia uh, in uh, Section V5, there is a subsection, uh, V22, uh, which states that uh, courts and uh, other authorities in considering what an item uh, is as it relates to uh, paraphernalia should take this into consideration, and that is the existence and scope of um, legitimate use of the object in the community. Okay. And what I can tell you right now uh, in communities across the state of Mississippi, there is a legitimate reason uh, for us not to consider uh, these strips as paraphernalia. Okay. Within the past two years, we've lost more than 1,000 Mississippians to drug-related overdose deaths. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to put that in perspective for you, Gerard. So that's 1,000 families that have been impacted, okay? Uh, and if that person was a, uh, was a spouse, that's 1,000 spouses. If that person was a parent, that's 1,000 children. If that person was a child, that's more than 1,000 parents. If they were employed, that's more than 1,000 
businesses over the course of the past two years, having lost more than 1,000 Mississippians to drug-related overdose deaths. And, and so we can empower and educate by making these trips much more accessible and not proliferate drug abuse and drug use. Gosh, we got a break right here. Colonel, if you can stick around, i uh, got a couple more questions for you and want to hear more about this. And more importantly, what we can do to stop this scourge of uh, drugs and drug addiction and, and drug overdoses, for sure. we got Colonel Stephen Maxwell, Director of the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics in the Element Well Studios. We're coming right back. your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Your next deal on wheels is at Pinnacle Motors. Head on over to Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon for that no-hassle experience on your next pre-owned car, truck, or SUV. Classics from a 57 Chevy to a Corvette, we have those too. And grab that trailer to pull that four-wheeler, ATV, or tractor as well. Financing warranties and we'll buy your vehicle too. Pinnacle Motors is the place for you. Visit us online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Jenny King, the king of clean. How do you and your staff get things done? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything. That's why all of us at Jenny King, the king of clean, are excited to team up with you. At Jenny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your places for work, education, medical attention, eateries, stadiums, and worship. Let our team help your team. Go to JennyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JennyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the king of clean. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a huge selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, and fall color plants. Callaway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Callaway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery. All 20 to 50% off for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, fall pumpkins, local honey, jelly,
Callaway's jams and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Bloodstat on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi in the Element Well Studios with Colonel Stephen Maxwell, director of the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics. So, Colonel, again, um, you're mentioning that a thousand people in Mississippi died of drug overdoses last year, and you really put it in perspective when you described all the other uh, implications of that and all the other consequences of that, and that uh, really does make you stop and think. Uh, it, it's something that we don't want to see anybody die of drug overdoses. I've always said, you know, if people want to put that stuff in their body, they're going to figure out a way to do it. But you made a great point, which is they're not looking to kill themselves. They're not looking to die from ingesting these these deadly drugs. They're looking for a high. You know, it's an addiction. But all too often that goes awry, and that and that's terrible. That's um, it's a an horrific outcome. It's something we got to to work on. I wanted to find out first, what are we doing in the schools? I know a lot of this sort of gets started, a lot of the peer pressure, et cetera. We've all been through school. We've all been there. Uh, it's no secret that uh, drugs are widely available in the schools, uh, in the K-12 environments. Are we educating uh, our children, these students, about the dangers and the risk, particularly of fentanyl? So, uh, Jerome, that's a great question. Uh, and what I can tell you, I shared a statistic with uh, with our commissioner, uh, Sean Tindall, uh, you know, some time ago, uh, which um, came out in a 2020 um, SAMHSA uh, report on uh, drug use and health. And, and I was telling the commissioner that uh, based on that report, 670 adolescents uh, here in the United States uh, on a daily basis initiate prescription opioid uh, misuse. Hmm. And uh, the commissioner uh, was alarmed by that, as we all are. And so as a result of that, you know, um, he has uh, supported us and broadening, you know, our drug demand reduction program. And so we are working with school district superintendents across the state of Mississippi, working to try to uh, get in the schools, elementary, uh, middle school, and high school. Uh, and also, we hope to look forward to uh, work with college presidents and universities across the state of Mississippi as well to talk to them about the diverse products that are available, how easily they're accessible, but yet more so than anything, how toxic they are. Yeah. And you may think that you're purchasing an Adderall to study for exams, but it literally can be fentanyl that's been pressed, cut, colored, and scored and sold to you, and that last pill that you take could be your last breath Mm. that you take. Mm. 
Yeah, it just it just seems like uh, Colonel that uh, I, I recall when I was in school, uh, some of the information that was shared with us, and sometimes it was by law enforcement. Um, and it was kind of scary, and it needs to be scary, honestly. No different than going through driver's ed training when you see the crash sites of folks that are behind the wheel when they're intoxicated and yes, what sir. happens to them. And hopefully that, that uh, scares you a little bit so that you don't go out and do that same thing. And that, that seems like an effective way, I, I think, to persuade these youngsters to stay away from that stuff. But the... the um, I guess it's been heightened somewhat. The mm-hmm. risk has been heightened somewhat with this deadly fentanyl, which you often don't know even exists in what you're consuming. You can't detect it. Maybe these test strips are a solution to that. Uh, but uh, unwittingly, they end up ingesting this deadly drug, and then they lose their lives. And it's now, I believe, the number one killer, if I'm not mistaken, of, of young people within a certain age range, 18 to 29, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, but in this country. Yes, so sir. more are dying of that than just normal death or disease, or, or et cetera. And these are unforced deaths. These are unnecessary deaths. Yes, sir. I, I think you use the term unnecessary, uh, you know, adequately and uh, and appropriately because they are preventable. And you're talking about more people dying uh, as a result of drug-related overdose death than uh, those in car crashes and homicides. Mm, it's just unbelievable to think about. All right, so what do you need, uh, Colonel, from a state law perspective, are you working with the members of the legislature, our lawmakers? This test strip deal seems to me like a no-brainer. What am I missing here? I mean, if this can save lives, this isn't harming anyone. I, I get our laws, our present statutes, but sometimes they have to be amended because things change, technology changes, and this is an example of it. Well, we'll tell you. So our legislature did a really good job this last session. We got the Victoria Huggins Peel Press Act, and we also got Parker's Law. Yeah. And, uh, you you know, we've been in communication uh, with Representative Lee uh, Yancey and, and Jill Ford. Mm-hmm. Uh, just earlier this week, we visited with them at the legislature in a committee hearing, and uh, this is on their radar. This is a priority for them. And, um, you know, Commissioner Tyndall, uh, the Bureau of Narcotics, I mean, we're going to make ourselves available, uh, the Mississippi Department of Public Safety, to dialogue with the legislature in this session to bring some clarity uh, to the definition as to what is paraphernalia. And so what I can tell you right now is in convenience stores across the state of Mississippi, you can walk in these stores and you can buy pipes, you can buy hookahs, you can buy bongs. And these items and objects are utilized for the ingestion of drugs. And we all know that. Uh, But they don't they don't educate and they don't inform anyone of whether or not a drug contains fentanyl or any of its analogs, but you can purchase these things. Uh, And and with regards to uh, fentanyl strips, you can be riding around in your car with Ziploc bags or baggies or any other item uh, and not have drugs in your possession, and they're not considered paraphernalia as well. Okay. And so, you know, that's why we've taken this position uh, right now up until the point we're able to work with the legislature in this upcoming session with regards to fentanyl strips, uh, you know, being uh, made accessible to, to the public, to Mississippians. Yeah. All right, so I don't want to get political on you here, and I know you won't anyhow in your position, and I fully respect and appreciate that. But but i got to ask you, have you seen an increase in the flow of fentanyl since we've r- relaxed the security at the border? Absolutely. Not only have we seen uh, an increase in the amount of fentanyl that's in communities across the state of Mississippi, our seizures are up. Uh, and as we work, uh, you know, our investigations and a covert uh, capacity hour purchases are up as well. 
Yeah, and I got to believe the cartels, they know this. They're they're aware of this as well. And so business is good for them and and they're producing more and it seems like they're they across the border carrying this stuff uninhibited. Well, uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, they are familiar with the same statistics that we are. When we talk about adolescents that initiate prescription opioid use, when we talk about, you know, almost 60 million Americans being identified, uh, you know, as having used or dealing with a substance use disorder, the 28,000 pregnant parenting women in Mississippi identified by the Mississippi Department of Mental Health battling a substance use disorder. So they're familiar with these statistics, and they know we have an insatiable appetite, unfortunately, in this country for getting high. It's the reason why we have rainbow fentanyl now. It's the reason why we have such a diversified product mm. line uh, containing these toxic chemicals and drugs. Anything they can do to disguise it just to get people to, to consume it and then to get them hooked on it. So yes, they sir. keep going back to it. I mean, that's the game they're playing, and they're getting enriched as a result of it. it what about uh, working with other law enforcement agencies? How do you guys integrate at the MBN? So we do a really good job of bridging the gap between local law enforcement and federal law enforcement. In addition to that, bridging the gap between our state district attorney's offices and our U.S. attorney's office. And, you know, I've got to give a shout out to our prosecutors across the state. They're doing a very good job. I mean, they've got their finger on the pulse of the the issues associated with, um, you know, with the drug culture as well. And so in working with local law enforcement uh, agencies across the state, um, what they realize, as we realize, is that there are so many other community issues that appendage out from the drug culture, sure. such as violent crime, uh, such as sexual assaults, armed robberies, burglaries, so forth and Human so on. Human trafficking. Human trafficking as well. And, uh, you know, I remember in the early days of, of working drug investigations when we would execute search warrants, we literally at that time would be stepping over victims of human trafficking, passing by pregnant mothers and children. And now through this broadened partnership, this multidisciplinary partnership, we're working with the Department of Mental Health and Department of Health, hopefully to bring the services to those people now where in the past that we weren't in working with our law enforcement partners. What about your staffing at the NBN? You doing okay there? You're looking for staff? Well, Commissioner Tindall, uh, you know, his vision for our agency is to get us up to 150 agents, and uh, he's been doing you a very good job. You said we have 90 right now? Roughly about 91, okay. and uh, he's doing a very good job of that, uh, and we know that he's going to be successful working with our legislature in this upcoming session, uh, ensuring that the Bureau of Narcotics has what it needs to enforce our state's Uniform Control Substance Act. Do most of your recruits enter uh, the MBN directly, or do they come from the Highway Patrol or other law enforcement? So our recruitment process is unique. Uh, we have applicants, uh, you know, who apply to come work for us that are police officers, that are sheriff's deputies, uh, and they may work for other state law enforcement agencies and just college graduates. And so uh, for those of you who are in college, who are working for a department right now, sheriffs and police chiefs, don't get upset with me. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we hope to be uh, posting another vacancy announcement sometime around the beginning of the year, and we want you to come apply and work for us. Well. I just don't want anybody else to get hurt or die from all this and all the other consequences. And and uh, we we got to stop this flow of fentanyl yes, into sir. our country and into the state. We appreciate all your work and all your effort and all those who who work at the MBN. Thanks a lot, Colonel, for coming on. Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate Colonel Stephen Maxwell, director of the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics, for joining Middays. We're coming right back. Stay with us.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly sunny, high near 85. Tonight, a 60% chance of rain, low around 63. Your Thursday, partly sunny conditions, high near 81. Thursday evening, clear skies, low around 52. And finally, Friday, sunny skies, high near 83. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. This is Treasurer David McRae. One out of every 10 Mississippians has unclaimed money. It's not the government's money. It's your money, and I want to help return it to you. Join Treasurer David McRae and team during the State Fair. Stop by the Unclaimed Money and College Savings booths, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. October 6th to 15th, to see if you have unclaimed money, learn about college savings, and sign up for a chance to win a $500 scholarship. Treasurer David McRae and team in the Trademark at the State Fair until October 15th. Come see us. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at majesticmetalsinc.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Mind your own business. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear PeopleLease can help. How can they help? PeopleLease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now, 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Mississippi police officer was killed in the line of duty Tuesday night during a shootout in Greenville. Online tributes are pouring in for Detective Myesha Stewart, who was responding to a call at Highway 1 and Highway 82 in Greenville around 8.30 when she was killed. A male victim was shot in the head and a female was shot in the foot by the suspect. Both the suspect and the man he shot were airlifted to a hospital in Jackson. The MBI is investigating. Flu season is back and activity is already picking up around the south. Doctors are warning it'll be a robust season and encouraging everyone to get a flu shot. From 2019 to 2020, approximately 25,000 people died from the flu across the country. The CDC is showing 5,000 deaths so far this year. 
Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Every day, be sure to catch the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, greatness starts with the 2023 Ford F-150. Winning requires the right game plan, like the impressive towing and payload you will only find in the 2023 Ford F-150 truck. No wonder Ford F-Series are America's best-selling trucks 45 years straight. Visit your local Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com for details. And don't miss the college football fix. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. In a world full of noise, finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. us into this segment of Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate Colonel Stephen Maxwell coming in the Element Well Studios. The Colonel, of course, the director of the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics. You know, Jay, this makes me think about an interview that Joe Biden had with Jake Tapper over there at CNN. Uh, was it a couple of days ago. Was it Sunday? I can't remember, but it's it's been in the last few days. And he didn't ask him about the border. He didn't ask him about crime. How could he not ask those questions? So that's the problem. We just don't really get, I think, any sort of, of balance, any sort of meaningful, informative journalism when you got the president of the united states how could you avoid even discussing that issue which you know tapper and cnn know is a big one to people it's you could argue it's maybe it's a bigger one to people who are not in the same party as the president but okay the people that are they support open borders why don't they want to talk about it? Why don't they give us that that's not who we are trope that they're 
traditionally do whenever you talk about, oh, the humanity. And I get it. I, I agree that Kamala even said they're trying to escape oppression. That may be the case. But wasn't it she that talked about the old root cause concept? Well, we're not really addressing the root cause by having an open border. They want to come here, follow the process, do it legally. I think most rational, logical, fair-minded people support that. Not the way it's happening now, replete with human trafficking, children dying en route, this flow of fentanyl, the influx that's killing Americans. Is that what they want? Because that's what they're getting. Or then, worse, they go into these stupid sanctuary cities and they kill Americans, commit crime against them. Seems but like, don't you dare send any of them to the sanctuary cities. Oh, no. Can't do that. Such, it becomes a humanitarian crisis in a heartbeat. Such a double standard hypocrisy. It's just it's sickening. It turns Wait, your Democrats stomach. Democrats talking out of both sides of their mouth? No. <laughs> I I don't know. It's it's just disturbing. Well, anyhow, I appreciate the, the Colonel for coming on and uh, the good work of the team at the MBN there. David says, you can't mess up that prepared speech. <laughs> Was uh, talking about, I think, Corrine Jean-Pierre, who comes out every day with a set of talking points and or was she talking? About, or was he talking about Mayorkas? Oh, Mayorkas! Yeah, he. Uh, you're right. We were exposing him and and him receiving information. Now the the uh, the FOIA filed by the Heritage Foundation shows he received emails that clearly showed after an investigation that there was no whipping occurring by border agents on horse. If anything, they were trying to protect the migrants from some sort of altercation with a horse, with the animal. But this is the way it works when you have an entire administration run by the Twitter mob. I'm telling you, they worship climate change and racism. And and coming up rapidly is gender ideology. That's the next one. Corrine Jean-Pierre was talking about that yesterday, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Anyhow, I agree. I wonder how he would react talking about Mayorkas. This is Johnny in West Point on the ceasefire text line. wonder how he, being Mayorkas, would react if someone were breaking in his house and he had a whip in his hand. What would he do? Yeah, defending their own property, uh, well, that's just different, right? They're special. It's now being reported that this goofball Fetterman, and he's just a crazy person, honestly, in Pennsylvania running for Senate, who's slightly ahead of Mehmet Oz. Dude doesn't have a functioning brain. He also has an entourage of security as well at his disposal, protecting him. But he's another one that basically wants to empty out all the jails. He doesn't want to incarcerate anybody for any purpose whatsoever on the goofy pretense that it's racist. Because statistically, it ends up that minorities commit most of the crime. Nobody ever talks about that. Well, maybe there's a reason. Well, why don't we address that issue? 
don't commit crime. You don't go to jail. Real simple. We never seem to talk about that. Uh, it's just really crazy. Let's see. Uh, okay, so Carol sent us a, a link to the YouTube. Appreciate that, Carol. Talking about the home freeze video on bullying. Appreciate that. Uh, that it involved uh, special needs children. The Babylon Bee. What they say here, Gary and Meridian? Said, with Tulsi Gabbard out of the Democrat Party, the title of hottest Democrat returns to Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> That's good on the B there. Yeah, so you got to know by now, I think uh, this kind of rocked the world that Tulsi Gabbard, former member of the House of Representatives representing the great state of Hawaii, also presidential candidate in uh, the 2020 cycle. She has announced that she is leaving the Democrat Party. Now, I know lots of folks are celebrating this news on the right. Look, Tulsi came to her senses. First, it should be known that she has not announced any party affiliation at this point. Second, I would encourage folks to really do a little homework on Tulsi. While her announcement... Is, uh, is, is somewhat enlightening in that it seems to be logical, clear thinking. She calls out the Democrats for what they are, an elitist cabal is the way she described them, that seems to be hell-bent on racializing everything and treating people of faith in a hostile manner. She talks about that. She calls them warmongering elitists. I think there's some degree of truth to that. So she truly does give them the business, no doubt. But I got to tell you, I'm suspicious, and here's why. Do a little homework on her. And I remember in the presidential debates as well, talking about in the 2020 uh, cycle, she... From an economic perspective, she's a card-carrying socialist. There's no doubt. She also supported Bernie Sanders in 2016. She is a card-carrying socialist that supports Medicare for all. And if we got time, I got a little clip for you. This is her when she was running for president. I support Medicare for all, and I want to tell you why. It is unacceptable that in our country we pay far more for health care than any other country in the world, yet we have far worse outcomes. It's unacceptable for anyone to be sick and in need of care and not able to get that care simply because they don't have enough money. Medicare for all would take out that insurance company that we are writing a big check to every month by taking out that bloated uh, administrative fees and the heavy profits that insurance companies are making on the backs of sick people in this country and instead write that check for Medicare for our we would have that coverage for everyone there's a lot of things that we have to look at at what are driving the high cost of health care so on its own Medicare for all is not going to solve everything we have to address uh, the high cost of prescription drugs Right now, Medicare today still can't negotiate with prescription drug companies to bring down that cost of health care. That has to change. Uh, being able to re-import drugs from places like Canada, 
uh, at a cheaper price is something that we have to be able to do. Uh, focusing on, on preventive health care and trying to make it so that less people are getting sick in the first place is, is a great investment that we can make in this country. So I believe that we have to come at this from a comprehensive uh, approach, from a holistic approach, as we look to bring down the cost of health care and make sure that everyone who needs that care, who wants that care, is able to, to access it. Folks, government health care, Medicare for all, i.e. Medicare for all, that is the central theme of the Democrat agenda. It is the key element, the key tenet of socialism. There ain't no doubt about it, and that's what she supports. Just be aware of that. On the other side of the break, she's updated her position a bit, trying to pivot. I'll share her statement on that after the break here. In the Element Well Studios, Middays is coming right back. John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry Company. In Mississippi, hunting isn't a sport. It's a religion. All my buddies grew up hunting, and I don't miss a season today. Being a straight shooter, being safe, honest, and accurate in the field is the most important thing of all. It's exactly the same way when it comes to diamonds. You want a hunting buddy who can teach you all the secrets of the diamond business. So you really know diamond grading, the four C's, and how you get the most diamond for your hard-earned money. That's exactly what you get when you shop for your diamond at Jenniker Jewelry Company. As Mississippi's direct diamond importers, we're a target-rich environment with 10 times the diamonds you'll find in average stores. And Diamond for Diamond, the guaranteed best price in the state. And that's shooting you straight. 9 out of 10, Mississippi women agree. The more a man hunts, the more he needs Junikers. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? Men's Health of Mississippi is the proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Men's Health of Mississippi providing medical and health care services to men of all ages, treating almost all health issues that men face. Call or go online for an appointment today. This is Dave Logan with Canon Nissan of Jackson. Now's the time to get a brand new Nissan from Canon Nissan of Jackson. New Nissans are arriving daily, and Canon Nissan will match any competitor's prices on tires, batteries, and more. Nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. October is National Pork Month. The U.S. pork industry represents a significant value add to the agricultural economy and a major contributor to the overall U.S. economy. In 2021, more than 66,000 U.S. pork producers marketed 140 million hogs, valued at over $28 billion in gross cash receipts. The sales generated from hog marketings and pork Processing support a total economic contribution of $35 billion in personal income, $57 billion in value-added GDP, and more than 610,000 jobs in the U.S. economy. 
October is National Pork Month, and this year pork has seen a dramatic increase in retail sales. And from cooking up some exciting new flavors to learning more about America's pork farms, check out pork.org forward slash real dash pork. This is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. From Kansas to Ohio, that's where you'll find Pivot Bio. From the Mississippi Delta and the Chesapeake, Nebraska and the hills of Tennessee. Proving all thousands of fields across this great land. When you work the ground till the sun goes down, Pivot Bio's got a plan. Green plants and a healthy land, use our predictable nitrogen. Wherever farmers grow, yeah, that's where we go. A ProBox has enough seed to plant 125 acres of corn. Now, if you wanted to put 40 pounds of nitrogen on those acres, you'd need 1,200 gallons of anhydrous or 1,700 gallons of UAN or 5 tons of urea. But what if that amount of nitrogen was already on your seed? Pivot Bio is now putting nitrogen on seed. The first company to ever apply nitrogen on seed. The nitrogen you need now on seed from Pivot Bio. Learn more at pivotbio.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. It's so awesome! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Come on, let's get on with the show! On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk, Mississippi. Johnny in West Point. Yeah, we just did there. Uh, Johnny, sorry you missed it. Wants to know if we've addressed Tulsi Gabbard leaving the Democrat Party. We have. And, in fact, we just played a soundbite of Tulsi who proclaimed her support of Medicare for All. That's from the 2020 election. That was a, a CNN town hall event. The question was asked. You heard her explanation. Now, she has... So, uh, honestly, folks, if you if you look at uh, underneath the hood there and really dig into her economic policy positions, she's a card-carrying socialist. There's no doubt about it. And think about this, Rhino. You can't get elected in the state of Hawaii unless you are. That is one liberal state. Uh, what's the lady who's the senator from there who just drives you nuts? She's further left than like anybody else in the whole dang Senate. What's her name here? Uh, Stacy Hirono. 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 Yeah. Oh my gosh. First, she's an idiot. If you ever hear her talk, she doesn't have a clue. But she is far left. I mean, much higher taxes, much more regulation, much more central planning, much more socialism, Medicare for all. I mean, the whole bit. That is what uh, it gets elected in Hawaii. Just be aware of that. All right, so Tulsi... We just played the the clip from the 2020 presidential cycle. She, as a candidate, at a town hall meeting held by CNN, 
Which, by the way, they're not going to hold a town hall meeting for any candidate unless they're just dyed in the wool. I'm not talking about a debate. I'm talking about a town hall meeting, something that promotes a single candidate, really gives a single candidate the floor, the stage, the mic for an extended period of time. And she flat out says, I totally support Medicare for all. Now, she has attempted to moderate a bit, to to pivot. So most recently, her statement on government-run health care is as thus, quote, While the Affordable Care Act was a step towards ensuring roughly 20 million Americans, many issues remain with the ACA, including escalating costs and high copayments and deductibles. Most importantly, 27 million Americans are still uninsured. All Americans should have access to affordable health care through Medicare or a public option. So she's moderated a bit. She's now not for the Medicare for all, which would completely eliminate private insurance. She's just for a public option. She says, she goes on to say, we must ensure universal health care and empower the government to negotiate with pharmaceutical companies to bring down the price of prescription drugs. Well, that was recently enacted in Joe Biden's Inflation Reduction Act. And while it sounds beneficial and positive on the service, sure, let Medicare go so-called negotiate with the pharmaceutical companies. The reality is it's not a negotiation. That's not what it is. And I, I believe that it is not consistent with the free market in health care, because it's, it's not negotiating. It's just Medicare saying, this is what we're going to buy, this is what we're going to pay for it, like it or leave it. And what you're going to have is a lot of pharmaceuticals say, okay, we're out. They're not going to offer certain life-saving, disease-curing drugs, especially to the elderly, because that's what this is all about. When you talk about Medicare, that's obviously health care for folks uh, over the age, uh, in general, of 65. So it's it's the the healthcare insurance that people enroll in uh, once they retire. It carries them through their remaining time on the earth. Honestly, by the way, the uh, the data shows that the average Medicare enrollee receives about three hundred and twenty thousand dollars more in the form of cost of care from the government than they paid into the program. That's why it's going broke at a much more rapid pace than Social Security. It'll be broken about four years at the, at the rate it's going. It's a serious problem that nobody wants to talk about, except Joe Biden, who this weekend with Jake Tapper says the Republicans don't have a plan. Their plan is to end Medicare and Social Security and put it on the chopping block every, every three to five years. Well, he's completely misrepresenting that. Because there are a couple of brave senators that have said, yeah, we ought to really think about how are we going to sustain this program and keep it solvent so that the people today paying into it out of their hard-earned money uh, will, will have the benefits when they reach that age. Maybe we ought to think about that. And Joe Biden, of course, spins it and says, well, they just want to end it. No, <laughs> they want to salvage it. They want to prop up its balance sheet so that it survives and remains viable. It's what we ought to be doing. 
Taking a break here on Middays. we got another hour left and a lot more to talk about. Stay with us. We're in the Element Well Studios. Home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090. News. I'm Chris Foster. The Biden administration has formally released its national security strategy, calling for building strong international coalitions to advance our interests. Both to shape the global strategic environment and to address uh, these transnational threats that require cooperation to succeed. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. The Supreme Court hears a lawsuit from a photographer about art copyrights. Photographer Lynn Goldsmith took a picture of Prince back in 1981. Vanity Fair magazine sent that photo to Andy Warhol and asked him to transform it into an illustration of Prince. When Prince died more than 30 years later, the parent company of Vanity Fair, Condé Nast, used a different version of Warhol's illustration, but this time they didn't pay the original photographer. Fox Jill Nato in D.C. During arguments, Justice Clarence Thomas says he wants it known that he's a Prince fan. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Ace Bolton Screw is proud to announce the grand opening of their third Central Mississippi location at 599 Highway 49 South in Richland. Three times the convenience, three times the selection, and three times the service. Visit Ace Bolton Screw on Julianne Street just off Gallatin and Jackson, right on I-55 at the Gluckstead exit, and now Highway 49 South in Richland. They have millions of fasteners, a massive selection of tools for pros, and more. Now three locations strong. Mississippi family owned and operated for over 50 years. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. After launching Mississippi Businesses Against Trafficking, Secretary of State Michael Watson says that his office has received numerous calls from business owners wanting to be involved. Watson also says it's important to educate Mississippians of the signs of human trafficking. Oh, it's Mississippi Businesses Against Trafficking. Uh, so as they sign up, they will get uh, access to training materials. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it, it's something that we've got to go from the top to the bottom of Mississippi. All businesses need to be training their employees what to look for, what are the things that I need to see, and then who do I call once I see these things. So making sure the education component is, is uh, out there for everyone and, and av- available. According to Watson, multiple government agencies are working together to aid in MBAT's efforts. It takes all of us. Uh, the Attorney General's office yep. is doing some things. The DPS is doing some things. So as long as we're all working together for the same goal, we're going to continue to fight this effectively here in Mississippi. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Why? Just think about it. 
Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. As Ole Miss prepares to take on Auburn, the team the Rebels have not beaten since 2015, head coach Lane Kiffin says the key for his team to beat the Tigers will be to play well all four quarters of the game, something Ole Miss has yet to do this season. Uh, I just think they got really good players and, um, you know, have given us problems. We haven't done really well offensively, you know, in either game. So, you know, we got to worry about what we control, which is playing really well. You know, and play a full game. Now we've showed we can do it backwards. You know, normally we were this first half team and don't play great fourth quarters, and we did the opposite this week. So the challenge is now to put it all together. Saturday's game between the Rebels and the Tigers is set to kick off at 11 a.m. Central Time. For more Mississippi news, sports, and politics, find us online at supertalk.fm. With Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Caleb Sailors. Twilight concerts at Renaissance are back. As Ratchet Entertainment presents El King live Saturday, November 5th. El King with Cameron Marlowe. Tickets are on sale now at twilightms.com. Don't miss El King with Cameron Marlowe in concert at Renaissance. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Visit Ridgeland, Watkins Construction, Nukes, and First Commercial Bank. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. The University of Mississippi School of Business is hosting its annual Banking and Finance Symposium on October 14th at the Oxford Convention Center. Keynote speakers are Brad Bolton, Chairman ICBA, Marty Mosby, Director of Bank Equity and Strategy, Stiefel and Caitlin Long, CEO and Founder, Custodia Bank. A Women in Banking Breakfast will be held again this year at 8 a.m. This symposium is open to all banking and finance professionals and banking students. To register, go online to the UM Alumni page or email Dr. Ken Syreve to all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Midday Super Talk Mississippi rocking into hour three of the program from the Element Well Studios on this hump date. Appreciate you so much uh, for joining us today. Jerry in Waynesboro reminds that Tulsi is uh, not, is she, is he talking about Tulsi or Liz Warren? I don't know that Tulsi's ever asserted that she's an Indian, huh, of, uh, has any Indian blood in her, but are you talking about Liz Warren, who definitely did and essentially lied about it, I would say, to get her gig at Harvard? What was that, 300 grand a year or something like that, right, as a professor? 
Yeah, so uh, Randy Starkville says she distanced herself from the Dem Party, but is not claimed to leave Dem Party principles. I think that's a good point there, Randy. Now, I would also say that in her 28-minute video... Now, let's be honest, Rhino. She's a bit of a media hound, too, now. You're shaking your head like, no doubt about that. She is an attractive female. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think most people would say that's fine. But she likes the spotlight. I'm not saying that's unique for a politician, but I think you have to figure that into some of this, is all I'm saying. She knew this would be a firestorm. I don't know that she has any future political ambitions. I actually saw somebody said Trump ought to name her as vice president, uh, uh, the vice president on the ticket if he runs in 2024. I don't think they agree, certainly on economic principles, uh, any aspect of that. I really don't. I still think she's a card-carrying socialist. I mean, she. I want somebody to ask her, are you still for Medicare for all? Are you for higher taxes? Are you for more government involvement in the private sector? I, I, seriously, that's the question. She Are you for more regulations and just more management of the economy from central Washington? She needs to respond to those questions. I think she's generally of the right positions with respect to our foreign policy, law enforcement. I think describing the Democrat Party as a bunch of warmongering elitist cabals who have racialized and sexualized everything, I think all that's absolutely accurate who are hostile to people of faith, I'm with her on that. But I want to know where she stands on economic policies because the government's long boot on the neck of the economy is crushing all of us. I really believe that. And I got to see her I got to see her come around with something different than that. So uh Anyhow, oh, so we have on the ceasefire text line, this individual I don't think has ever revealed their identity, which is fine. You know, we, we don't require you to do that. If you just want to text us to 601-879-4395, that's perfectly fine. Those who have uh, chosen to uh, share with us their names, we've stored that in our system so we know who you are, and that's that's fine. Said uh, Says... History, uh, actually, that's not from today. Excuse me. The CARES Act and high deficits before this president took over wasteful spending under the Trump administration. I have called out the what I think is, uh, we were talking about inflation. I think this is in response to uh, Joe Biden's uh, discussion uh, and spinning on, uh, on the tube there on CNN with Jake Tapper the current inflationary environment. And Corrine Jean-Pierre, the chief propagandist for the Trump, excuse me, the Biden administration, no doubt goes to the airwaves, goes to the podium every day, spinning the current environment, blaming it on Donald Trump and Biden's predecessor, and, and trying to highlight what she and her boss deem as major accomplishments by the administration. 
but more importantly, pointing fingers everywhere else. So, yeah, I've called out the ridiculous spending in the in the CARES Act, and it's about six trillion dollars when you take into consideration the Fed's money printing and, and bond buying program. No doubt, I think that's ha- having presently a negative impact on the economy, certainly from an inflationary perspective. I, I view that as is negative. Uh, from an economic perspective, I think most people would agree with that. Yeah, the cost of stuff's up. That ain't good for my household. But, right, I think I've been pretty fair in calling that out. And have even stated that the the pretense for that outlandish spending was uh, the shutdowns due to COVID that were being carried out, mostly at the state and municipal level. And the concerns in Washington, including by Donald Trump, that this would have a deleterious impact on the economy, people were losing their jobs, et cetera, and so they dreamed up this just just whole range of programs to offset that, including the Paycheck Protection Program and the extended unemployment benefits and the direct stimulus payments and just a, a, all sorts of aid to states and cities and Increased Medicaid reimbursement from the federal government to the states. I mean, just on and on and on. It's what, $2.9 trillion, I think, was the price tag, if I'm not mistaken, of just the CARES Act. Um, and then there was, what, a $900 billion, I can't remember the name of that particular bill, that went down just prior to the CARES Act. So you take that and all the other... Fed spending and money printing and bond buying, it adds up and amounts to about $6 trillion. No doubt it's having an effect on us. I have denounced that. I've, I've, on this program, said I think that was misguided, unnecessary. Uh, I, I get the sense of urgency. I get the reaction at that point. I get the trying to be guided by health care professionals such as that goofy Fauci and Deborah Burks. That, that's who was guiding these policies. But, so what does it mean? Joe Biden continues that? So this whataboutism that exists in this country is out of control. I, I can't help but think about all of us, or certainly most of us as children, whenever you wanted to do something, then your parents said no, and it was always, well, my friend Johnny over there is doing it. And, of course, the response always was, well, if Johnny jumps off a cliff, you're going to jump off a cliff, or some metaphor like that, right? Well, isn't that the same thing here? It's a whataboutism. Isn't that sort of juvenile? Except Democrats don't believe that government spending leads to inflation. That's That's why after Biden got into office, they kept on spending. That's true. That's absolutely true. And then called it transitory. So I would guess, I would ask our listener here, you're justifying bad policy with other bad policy. In the interest of, quote-unquote, keeping it real. Oh, I got you. Keeping it real. Because he goes on to say, guess you're happy with the Republicans and Trump trying to make the country a communist country under dictatorship. (laughs) Which tells me you're willfully ignorant. (laughs) It's not just ignorance. It's willful ignorance. Oh, geez. You're unwilling to see the forest for the trees. Thomas in Greenwood points out, what aboutism works when we're this divided? And sadly, Thomas, I think just in... The interest of honesty and fairness, it's both sides. 
it, it, it's it's both. It really is. I, I'm just saying that I wish we'd get away from whataboutism altogether and uh, and and lose the the hyperbole and the rhetoric um, as per the statement Rhino just read by our member of our audience here who basically says Trump's a dictator and a communist. I mean, whether or not you agree with Donald Trump's policies or, or you support or you uh, favor Donald Trump as a person or, or, or the other attributes about being the commander-in-chief, I think calling him a communist is a stretch at a minimum. That, that's where you just lose credibility. That's the point. You want to debate the policy, let's do it. But a communist, no. Now, when I call Bernie Sanders a communist, I think that's pretty accurate. I think there's a lot in his past and his present and his future, honestly, his future vision, that would substantiate that. That's different. Then I don't see how you could how you could describe and label Trump as a, as a communist. There's a lot of things he oh, is. Oh, I can see it. When you are suffering in the throes of Trump derangement syndrome and you don't have the vocabulary to accurately express your feelings, you call someone like Trump a communist, which goes back to willful ignorance. <laughs> Tim and McGee says, didn't I hear Mr. Biden say Trump was the reason gas prices are so high? Man, I don't know. You could be right, Tim. Anything's possible because he has yet to acknowledge that he has any culpability in the high price of gas or inflation or our other economic challenges. Just zero responsibility for it. Like Teflon. Nothing sticks to him. And Corrine Jean-Pierre makes sure of that, it seems, every day. We're coming back with more here on Middays in the Element Well Studios. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly sunny, high near 85. Tonight, a 60% chance of rain, low around 63. Your Thursday, partly sunny conditions, high near 81. Thursday evening, clear skies, low around 52. And finally, Friday, sunny skies, high near 83. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile since 1871. For all your deer camp needs, stop by today. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. I'm Mason Irby, your Madison County Edward Jones Financial Advisor. We're all about financial investments, but we also value the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Madison Central Football on Super Talk Jackson. Call me, Mason Irby, at 601-616-6872 or visit edwardjones.com for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. 
Spillway Diner, known for its great breakfast and lunch, is now open till 8 p.m., featuring a new special each night, Monday. Enjoy all-you-can-eat breakfast. Tuesday, half-price blue plates. Wednesday, it's dollar wing night with 14 flavors to choose from. Thursday, all-you-can-eat fish fillets. And on Friday and Saturday, enjoy a juicy sirloin, ribeye, or fillet served with baked potato, roll, or Texas toast, and a drink. Spillway Diner's all-you-can-eat special feature menu is dine-in only. No sharing. Find them on Facebook for more on the new menu, hours, and location. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for the Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. We're looking forward to broadcasting middays at the Ole Miss School of Business Banking Symposium, brought to you and by by part, brought to you in part, pardon me, by the Citizens Bank. Bank on your own time with the Citizens Bank app. With a touch of the screen, you can pay bills, make deposits, and transfer funds easily. Download the Citizens Bank app and start enjoying the ease of digital banking. The Citizens Bank member FDIC. So we're going to have the the Gallo Show. It's going to be hosted by Mandy uh, Gunnisakara. And then Middays, and we've also got Sports Talk Mississippi. We're all going to be up in Oxford at the Convention Center this coming Friday for the Ole Miss School of Banking Business Symposium. This has uh, been an, an event that's going on for now 20 years, and it's been a, an important part of the Mississippi economy. Looking forward to be up there and Visiting with all the bankers and having it's going to be some good conversations, I think, uh, given the current economic situation in this com- in this country, and in particular with the Fed, the Fed's actions, and the Fed seems to be pretty committed to continuing their rate hike, uh, their rate hiking. Now the expectation is 
some 70 percent by those who handicap the Fed's actions that we're going to see another three-quarters of a point increase in November in the Fed funds rate. Uh, Yesterday, I think it was the Cleveland Fed, I heard some discussion from her, the Cleveland Fed president, saying, yeah, so far we haven't haven't really uh, moved the needle on inflation, haven't achieved anything with our monetary policy and our rate hiking. That signaled to the markets, yeah, more's coming. And the markets reacted negatively to that yesterday. The Dow now up 75 points. Crude down, surprisingly, uh, below 90 bucks. It seems to be moderating a bit there. <laughs> so the White House, you know, went over there fist bumping, trying to get the Saudis to produce more oil, and they've basically defied that. It's also being revealed that the president's staff has been sort of behind the scenes, really pushing the Saudis pretty hard to uh, not cut production and to, in fact, increase it so as to bring the price down. Is is that just a double standard? On the one hand, you're pushing us all into this EV uh, world and demanding that we uh, consume less energy and and, uh, just adopt the entire new Green Deal agenda, but you're working with the Saudis to increase the output of fossil fuels because you know it's in your political best interest, which just, I think, further exemplifies the selfishness, brazen selfishness and and uh, the, the power-hungry attitude of uh, the Democrats here in this particular case. It's kind of sickening. Um, also... <laughs> that learned that Tulsi Gabbard, we were talking about that earlier, somebody said on here, I'm looking for it on the ceasefire text line, that uh, she's also pro-choice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's also pro-choice. So a couple of years ago, she did tweet, I did research this and found it on the break, about um, the Alabama abortion bill. You recall that? similar to Mississippi's, I believe, the heartbeat bill, as I recall. And she did tweet, said, it's extremely dangerous. It completely takes away the freedom of women to choose whether or not to have an abortion. So does sound like she, again, is more aligned with the Democrats uh, on the matter of abortion. I, I just I think it makes sense to really take a holistic view, a 360-degree analysis of Tulsi and her policy positions before we start celebrating the fact that she ditched the Democrats and and uh, a, a appears to uh, honestly really have scorned them, denounced them, castigated them for their far-left positions on so many things, but then she's with them in other matters. This is one of them, abortion, and certainly on economic policy. Uh, Best I can tell, she hasn't really changed her stripes there, being a Bernie Sanders supporter and supporting Medicare for all, and uh, and now pivoting a bit to just a public option for health care. So anyhow, that's uh, kind of the deal there. I, I think we got to sort of be cautious with our exuberance, and a lot of people are 
rather ecstatic at her leaving the party. Of course, any time a high-profile politician, you could call her one. She's risen to the national stage, I think, in the uh, the last few years, being a candidate for president. Certainly, that increases your name ID and and uh, and folks' recognition of you. And she's she's pretty good with the media. She's got a podcast. She's regularly tweets videos, not just written tweets, but she's really good at producing videos where she expresses her views. And so she has a lot of followers, and she's become a bit of a household name, certainly in the political world. So when someone at that of that stature dumps a party, yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Whether or not that has any impact on, on uh, what's coming up, in the midterms, I don't know. I doubt it. I, I still think the Republicans are in good shape in the House. May go a little better than expected at this point. But in the Senate, as I said earlier, I think that comes more down to individuals, the individual candidates. And right now, the, um, the four most contentious races are just a bit of a toss-up. There's three weeks left, I guess, as we approach and we'll see. Now, my understanding is the president is going to travel into some of these key states. What do you bet that the staffers are they're bracing themselves for the gaffes? they got to be. I'm not sure he helps going into... How about him and Fetterman on the stage at the same time? We're talking about a serious shortage of brain cells there going into Georgia. Uh, potentially Nevada, New Hampshire, the other couple of Which states. Now Stacey Abrams is blaming the Republicans for Major League Baseball pulling the All-Star game out of Atlanta. Huh? Explain. Yeah. What's she, the, she's saying it's because of the Republicans and their over-politicizing things that the Major League Baseball pulled out of Atlanta. It's like, no, you were the one calling Georgia's laws Jim Crow 2.0, Stacey Abrams. Miss, I never lost. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah I think she's pretty much toast there uh, in in the race I really do by the way her and Warnock almost all their money comes from out of state I think he's I think Warnock the last report I saw suggested for a U.S. Senate race 120 million dollars almost all of which comes from out of state they really see that, uh, the, the Democrats do, the left, as critical to holding power in the Senate, control of the Senate. And they know Georgia, at its core, is still a red state. I think Herschel maybe is not the best candidate the Republicans could have running on the ticket there. But And it's neck and neck. It's a, it's a toss-up at this point. Warnock, what I say, a couple of points ahead, but I bet you that the margin narrows as we approach Election Day to, like, 50-50 picket. The Pennsylvania one is just a, is a head-scratcher. I don't see how anybody could possibly support this Fetterman guy, and, and that he still leads in the polls a little bit is disturbing. J.D. Vance with Tim Ryan in Ohio, a seat that the Republicans need to retain, else they lose ground. Same in Wisconsin with Senator Ron Johnson, who, by the way, is 
one of these senators, along with Senator Rick Scott in Florida, that said, we really ought to look at this Medicare and Social Security on a uh, on an, on an, uh, an, an interval, some reasonable interval, maybe it's every five years, three years, just to make sure that they're solvent and understand that before we just keep on keeping on and hoping that they just work themselves out. He has suggested that on some schedule, some reasonable schedule, they need to be totally taken apart from an economic perspective to see where we stand. Otherwise, they're just going to fail one day. It's really where it goes. So, And then the Democrats will blame the Republicans for not doing anything. Uh, of course they will. Yeah. We'll take a break right here from the Element Well Studios. We're coming right back. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, and fall color plants. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 20 to 50% off, and for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, fall pumpkin, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. We've got hand washing stations with soap, paper towels, and water, and we've also got hand sanitizers to rent or sell. Please give us a call, 601-879-3969. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Why don't you mind your own business? Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear PeopleLease can help. How can they help? PeopleLease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online 
online human resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now, 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. After launching Mississippi businesses against trafficking, Secretary of State Michael Watson says that his office has received numerous calls from business owners wanting to be involved. Watson also says it's important to educate Mississippians of the signs of human trafficking. Oh, it's Mississippi Businesses Against Trafficking. Uh, so as they sign up, they will get uh, access to training materials. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it, it's something that we've got to go from the top to the bottom of Mississippi. All businesses need to be training their employees what to look for, what are the things that I need to see, and then who do I call once I see these things. Uh, so making sure the education component is, is uh, out there for everyone and, and ab- available. According to Watson, multiple government agencies are working together to aid in MBAT's efforts. It takes all of us. Uh, the Attorney General's office yep. is doing some things. The DPS is doing some things. So as long as we're all working together for the same goal, we're going to continue to fight this effectively here in Mississippi. Join Sports Talk Mississippi every Friday during the 5 o'clock hour for Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll tell you our favorite way to grill the delicious Polk's Original, Cajun, and Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. Remember, picky people pick Polk's. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 to 9, Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm. You're listening to Middays with Gerard, Gerard Gibbert, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone, midday super talk Mississippi. 
DJ in Summit says, Tucker Carlson has Tulsi Gabbard on his show a lot. Do you think he's leaning toward less conservative views? I have uh, I've seen her on quite a bit as well, DJ. I agree with you. He does. I, again, I think she's a bit of a media hound, and I think he just likes having her on. They always have a very interesting discussion. And I think the reason he, he, she's... Um, kind of an, an attractive and appealing guest to have on the program is because for all that time she was a Democrat and she would often come on the program and really condemn Democrats and criticize Democrats and Democrat policy. She, she's always been, I would argue, a bit of an independent thinker in that respect, and I certainly respect her for that. And I think, I think that uh, I would consider Tucker to be more of an independent thinker than I would just a Died in the wool conservative, and, uh, and you know, or kind of a, a spokesperson for the Republican Party. I don't really consider him that. I do Sean Hannity to some extent, he, and he calls himself, you know, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm a registered conservative or whatever the heck that is. And he has Trump on a lot, for example. Hannity does, and uh, and and when he goes on, it's it's protracted. Discussions typically on the show, so I don't I don't think that about Tucker in this case, and I don't always agree with everything that uh, the Tucker states and all of his positions. And that's fine. I I think most people would find it difficult to be one hundred percent with anybody these days on on every issue to the extent you know where they stand on all the issues because it's just deep and wide for one thing. Uh, but I I don't know that he's ever questioned Tulsi on some of these matters that where she does lean more to the left, such as Medicare for all, such as her support for uh, choice for abortion, such as her support of Bernie Sanders. I've seen her also talk about higher taxes. In, in the clip we played, she pretty much attacks the, the insurance companies. They're the favorite target of everybody when it comes to the high cost of health care. I happen to think that's the wrong target. That's not in defense of insurance companies. It's just it's just a function of the math and uh, just the economic business model of the health care industry. And in fact, the health care economy, what is referred to as the HCA, HCE, pardon me, the HCE, health care economy, well, that's the acronym used to describe that industry, uh, is about $3.6 trillion of, the t- of our total economy, our total GDP, which sits at just under $20 trillion, uh, or around $20 trillion. So uh, you can do the math there. That's 17 18% of the total economy. And in fact, anytime you hear... Usually, anytime you hear folks uh, call out this this Democrat push to to totally take over the health care uh, system in this country, uh, government control of it, usually you hear it referred to as they want to take over one-sixth of the economy. And that's stayed pretty consistent. And that goes back even to the Obama era. That stayed fairly consistent. But I think folks are often surprised to hear that if you take the top five insurance companies, health care insurance companies in this, in this country, 
And you go look, as I have, at their financial statements. They're, they're all public companies. They're all uh, published in accordance with law. Their financial statements are called 10-Ks, 10-Qs for quarterly reports. You can go look at their net income. It's there for everybody to see. You add up the total net income of the top five insurers in this company who cover about 85% of those with private coverage. It amounts to about 190 million people uh, that, that have private insurance. You add up all their net profit, and it's about $34, $35 billion. Now, I'm not sneezing at that, but that's the top five insurers' combined net profit. That's about 1% of the total HCE, the health care economy. So if, you, if they were unprofitable, just say that they stripped their profit out, it, and they passed that on to those who buy insurance, it would cut your insurance by 1%. Big whoop. I don't see that really accomplishing very much. Just for argument and contrast, look at Apple, the most profitable company, in the, in the country, they're on a run rate presently to produce about $100 billion of net profit this year. That means Apple's net profit is nearly three times more all the top five insurers. Apple makes almost as much in a quarter as they do in a year. Just Apple. Why are we complaining about the cost of iPhones? Because they make a ton off all those products and services they make. Well, clearly they do. And we're willing to part with our money for it. More power to them. I think it's great. It's, in my view, the amount I spend on those devices and those services, I think I get my value for it. Uh, but it, I'm just pointing that out for, for contrast. So, again, I'm not defending insurance companies here. I'm just sharing the simple economics, the simple math on this. And I think a lot of folks are surprised to find out really not a lot of profit in that world. Now, when you start digging underneath the surface there and you see the cost of care and how exorbitant that is and and all the deals cut between the insurance companies and the providers, I mean, it's just ridiculously complex. We had Tim Moore from the Hospital Association on a couple of weeks ago you know, something that is unique about health care is that every dang service has multiple prices. It's not like walking into a McDonald's and there's one price for a Big Mac on the menu. In the case of health care, there are multiple prices. There's the Medicare price, the Medicaid price, the private insurance price, multiple private insurance, the cash price, the this price, the that price. I mean, it's, it's so much so that if you were to call, hey, how much is this going to cost me? They generally can't. Have you experienced this? They can't tell you. Yeah. Because we've made it. they got to run it to get the number. And right. they can't run it till they do it. <laughs> exactly. We've made it so dang complicated. Think about that, folks. What else do you buy that you agree to buy? You have no idea what it costs. And you find out when they send you about 18 pieces of mail, right, telling you the explanation of benefits. It'd be like going to the grocery store, filling up your buggy, but there's no prices on the shelf, and then you check out, and it's some crazy number, but you pay it because you got to have groceries. And then six weeks down the road, you get a letter saying, oh, by the way, you owe us more. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, gosh. So 
Uh, Paul Meridian points out, he said, why don't we, if, and look, Paul, I'm not, um, I don't want to, uh, I'm not being confrontational here, but Paul says, hey, why don't we just lower the age of Medicare recipients with a higher premium and copay? And that's been discussed quite a bit. That essentially is Medicare for all, except the difference is Paul says, well, how about just lower it to age of 50 or 55? That's been discussed as well. Medicare for all essentially says we just don't have any private. You've seen Bernie Sanders say we got to just get rid of all the private insurers, right? We don't need that industry anymore. But here's what they always say, Rhino, that they're completely wrong about. Well, it's the administrative cost, right? We just eliminate. Like, Medicare doesn't have an administrative cost to it? Are you kidding me? That, that's the first thing. Secondly, again, okay, well, it's about $35 billion a year of the profit, is the total profit. So if we just replace those insurers with the government so that there's no profit. You hear, you hear the supporters of, of government-provided health care. We've got to take the profit out of it. Okay, fine. Then we're back to the caveman days. Why don't they get that? Now and then you're back to breaking an arm. Well, we gotta get an X ray. Well, you gotta get in line. Well, you gotta wait four weeks. Well, my arm's healing now after you after you actually get the X ray. All right, another six weeks for you to go to the doctor to have him tell you, yeah, you broke your arm. Here's the X ray from two weeks ago that you had to wait four weeks on. We gotta re break it because it's growing back wrong. Pretty sure that's happening in the that's countries England. with government control health care. I mean, there's report after report of that. But you just heard Tulsi say, oh, well, we have the highest cost in the world. Yeah, but and the worst outcomes, the worst outcomes aren't because of the health care. The worst worst outcomes are, are rooted in a lot of other complex issues in this country. It, it's not really because of the poor quality of health care, which I would say still surpasses that of any other country in the world. People come here for it, as a matter of fact. They cross that border in Canada every day for it. We're coming right back in the Element Well Studios with the final segment today. Stay with us. I'm not worried. I'm happy. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. It's time to fuel up during the Ag Up Equipment 75-year celebration. Save up to $3,250 on a new John Deere 5E tractor. Plus, you'll receive a $75 fuel card. Listen up, that isn't all. How about 0% financing for 72 months? Come celebrate with us at any of our 16 locations or visit us at agup.com. Offer ends 1031-2022. Fuel cards available while supplies last. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. 
you and your staff get things done? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited to team up with you. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your places for work, education, medical attention, eateries, stadiums, and worship. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Janny King, the king of clean. Land is one of the most valuable assets you will acquire in your lifetime. Hey there, I'm Don Coleman, the land professional at Four Corner Properties in Gluckstadt. Making sure that right property fits your wants and needs is my job. As a proven leader in the land business at Four Corner Properties, I can help you do just that. Give me a call at 662-571-1386 or at the office 601-952-2828. Land for you is what I do. It's a sale over four decades in the making. Miss Skelly's 44th anniversary sale. Get up to $500 off our everyday low prices. Plus, take 60 months to pay with no down payment. Furniture trends have changed a lot since 1978, but Miss Skelly's never goes out of style. Stay on trend and on budget with this amazing anniversary offer. Up to $500 off plus 60 months to pay with no down payment at all Miss Skelly's locations. Hear that? That's Seaspire Country on a Saturday. And while fans show up for their teams, Seaspire Business is here to help the stadium's team up their IT game. While the players run ironclad defense, all world-class IT experts do the same with state-of-the-art network security. While the running backs redefine fast, Touchdown! we do too with warp speed connectivity. Discover IT solutions to scale up your business and future-proof operations. Welcome to Seaspire Country, where champions reign. Visit ceasefire.com slash business for details. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit Grammy Museum MS. Dot .org Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. back midday super top mississippi thanks so much for joining us on this hump day andy and jackson says he was going to give me a holler at the cruising the coast remote last wednesday didn't get down in time uh, appreciate that oh he says i did get to meet some of the super top folks at the table next to us at table 44 in biloxi cool great thanks for that andy well, well i'm sure we'll connect again soon thomas and greenwood says he's less of a trump cheerleader than hannity talking about Tucker Carlson. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would, I would definitely, you know, Hannity's just a big Trump guy. That's fine. So is, I tell you who else is on the business channel over there, Maria Bartiromo. In fact, I think I even talked about it on the program about a month or so ago. She comes on real early in the morning and she had him on and kept him for an hour. Of course, you know, former president on for an hour, 
Yeah, that, that makes sense. But um, it was a good interview, too. I, I enjoyed it. So let's see here. William in Greenville's talking about Tulsi Gabbard. She's like, she's getting like Lindsey Graham, loves the camera, all smoke and no fire. <laughs> yeah, I do think that's true to some extent. I mean, what do you guys think? I just feel like she's a bit of a, a media hog, camera hog there. I think she knows she's attractive, and I think she leverages that. There's no problem with that. I don't have any problem with that. It's just a statement, an observation, more than anything. Um, yeah, also, back, Paul and Meridian, so he was just talking about, hey, is there some way we can make this Medicare for All thing actually work and benefit Americans? And, and, uh, and, and look, everybody, uh, or I should say, nobody likes the high cost of health care and the precipitous rise that we have seen, honestly, since the Affordable Care Act was passed. Rhino, I think you've pointed that out many times, that that was probably one of the biggest lies ever told by a politician. First, you can keep your doctor, and second, your premiums are going to go down by, what, an average of 2500 bucks or so. Over and over and over, candidate Barack Obama said that, and even President Obama said that, uh, before the act was passed. And they spent all of their political capital in the first half of his term getting that that bill over the finish line and really ran out of time because the midterms uh, flipped the House and Senate, as I recall, and it pretty much put the entire Obama agenda on ice from that point on. And so the the issue with with medicare of course is that it reimburses at a lower rate than private coverage and then medicaid's lower than medicare and there's gazillions of reports you can go read about um, the revenue stream in the healthcare industry and how they have to manage for that and so if reimbursements all all kind of move to the medicare reimbursement certainly from the private insurance to the Medicare. Well, that means a significant cut in revenue to the health care providers who are reimbursed by insurance. Which what is, is less money for ERs, less right, money for doctor's right. offices open on the weekend, less money for extended hours. People, uh, assets, more and better care, more facility. I mean, just all the above. Honestly, to the point where they would be producing a negative cash flow. They have to, something would have to change. It wouldn't work, economically speaking, because most reports say that Medicare actually reimburses at or slightly below cost, Medicaid below cost, which is why a lot of doctors don't take it, honestly, because they lose money on it. And then private insurance fills the gap. Now, there are some, honestly, proponents of Medicare for all, and Medicaid expansion, they'll argue this. And we can get really wonky about all the economics and all the math here. But there's no question, and I know you've been in the industry somewhat, private insurance reimburses higher than Medicare, which reimburses higher than Medicaid. That's just a fact. That's, that's, that's not just a, a, an opinion there. That is a fact. And... I don't think it, it takes uh, too – it's not too difficult a task to understand, well, okay, if you look at the, the profit or the cash flow produced by health care providers, clinics, hospitals, et cetera, 
And if the revenue goes down to what Medicare is, there's not enough cash flow in there to make up the difference. They want private insurance. They need patients who have private insurance to make ends meet. Just simple as that. So it's just a dang complicated deal, honestly. It really is. And I I hate that it's gotten this complicated because we shouldn't have to worry about all this. The average person shouldn't. But I don't think there's a person out there listening to me, Rhino, that says, yeah, it's just dang complicated. Every time you go to the doctor, you can't figure out who to pay, how much to pay, what it's going to cost. And then you sometimes have to fight with the insurance company, sometimes have to fight with Medicare as well. That happens every day. It's not the panacea the left wants you to believe it is. But we're out of time here on the program today. I got a lot more to talk about. Didn't get to it. Been accumulating it since I've been on vacation. But we're going to be back in the Element Well Studios again tomorrow and then up at the Banking Symposium in Oxford on Friday. Appreciate the great guests we had on as well. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.